0: Thomas, we're racing, right?
1: Uh, I don't remember. God, that is so sweet. Oh, this is
0: also like Earlier yeah. than
1: anybody else. number two.
2: I don't even know where my headphones are.
0: Ugh. Oh my God, that was two. <coughs> Kevin, you're going to be last. Oh no! I just got. My house is.
1: Number three.
0: <laughs> no! I haven't even poured one yet! This sucks! <coughs> three. <Wait. laughs> Oh fuck me! Thank
2: God. God. <laughs> Welcome to Oops All Segments. I am your
1: host, Kevin. Here with. I'm Thomas. I'm oh, your co-host. Say this is the best
2: podcast that's hitting your eardrums. At the, I don't know. Anyway, whatever. It's Thomas. Sorry. Yeah.
1: yeah I don't think anyone's going to miss that catchphrase. And here <laughs> we're with our special <laughs> guest this week, uh, our friend, uh, a great, very talented improviser mm-hmm. and tech leader.
2: Welcome to the show, Katie.
0: Thank you. Uh, Thank you. It's great to be here.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yes. Tech leader, Katie Curtis. Um, uh, I guess guess we'll go around the wheel and do a check. in Katie, how are you doing? What's new with you? How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Um, Thomas is calling me a tech leader because yesterday I was on a tech panel doing a Mm -hmm. tech conference Mm because I'm a tech guy <laughs>
2: <laughs> well good that's good was the panel fun
0: the panel was fun yeah. I don't know what, what a lot of about? it was about I was talking about doing improv in virtual reality which is oh. super fun yeah, yeah. and yeah. other people were talking about like I don't I, I can't even like make a joke about it because it was too complicated <laughs> for me to get like the bare level in to make fun of it, it was <laughs> <the jetties. laughs>
2: fair
1: enough fair enough um Thomas how are you doing bud I am doing well. A pretty interesting update. I am in Michael C. Hyatt's home right now. Right. Michael C.
2: Hyatt was the guest that we had on. The guest
1: last week. Last week. So if you listen... If We're it, hoping this can become a pattern that each right. week I move into the home of our previous guests. Okay. We're hoping to
2: we back up your things actually by the end of the show.
0: I mean, we just set up a guest bedroom, so oh,
1: oh I will go. be there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so Michael's out of town for Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. Not to date this because it's coming out in a few weeks, but mm-hmm. that's the time. And yeah. I'm taking care of his lovely dog, Kalu. Ah. who is mostly a chocolate lab, just an absolute sweetheart, has been sleeping in the bed with me. Oh, I love uh, her.
2: That's very sweet. That's very sweet. I hope Kim's not getting too jealous. Uh, yeah, Kim has to sleep on the floor.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> simply uh, not room for all of us. worry, oh, so, oh, baby. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, no, Robin, I'm doing pretty good. You? How are you? Um, thank you. Thank you, Katie. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for Thomas to ask. But he was, <laughs> and now for that. our first segment. <laughs> no, <right now. laughs> uh, no, I'm doing good. Um, the, the most like I was the thing I was th- I was thinking about before we started recording today like oh what should I like talk about on my catch up and honestly the most memorable thing that's happened to me in, like the last couple of weeks uh, last weekend uh, a friend of ours a mutual friend of all of ours Luke Cecilon, has uh, moved away to Toronto uh, from Winnipeg and he had a bit of a going away get together at my house and uh, it it, <laughs> it it was the most pure. Like Luke is a huge (laughs) fan of Gundam, the Japanese uh, like brand slash like uh, anime slash you know uh, collectors, big mechs that you build kind of things. And the in Thomas, it was like he must have been in heaven the entire night was just Luke talking, explaining different things about Gundam to us, and then showing
1: us clips on my television. And none of us like say because this feels like for years he's wanted to do this and has yeah. felt like it's not I don't have the capital to put this on my <laughs> friends and finally yeah I <laughs> devote an entire night it was it was like he was we were up late
2: too like people didn't leave until after midnight it was like it was like a late night of just pure japanese manga That's anime awesome. i don't know what it is exactly and i'm gonna misspeak on it but it was and oh, I, it was yeah. interesting it was also really interesting like i learned a lot about it did
1: and- he do like a full presentation like and now like year six in gundam was when they started developing the pilot <laughs> mechs.
0: so kevin was playing some music like gundam theme songs or something and he yeah, would for like Luke. halfway through a sentence talking to somebody stop himself and be like oh this is from this episode at this moment when this happens. Like he has the like whole soundtrack memorized. And
2: then he would yell at me and go, Kevin, TV this. And then I'd be like, what do you mean? And then he would take my phone and try to find a clip of it to show us how good the animation was. And it was always just a
0: shitty Not YouTube good. rip.
2: So it was looked so bad.
0: Katie,
1: did, did you hear Luke's plane story when he flew to Toronto? Oh. I
0: did hear his plane story. Um, yeah. I guess he was like, He's nervous for flying, so he was trying to listen to Gundam music to keep himself calm. (laughs) It feels like we're bullying
2: him, by the way.
1: We love Luke. (laughs) Oh, he's the best. He's the best. Go on, though.
0: So he didn't have, he realized this music wasn't in his like iTunes library, but yes. he has it as a ringtone. So he uh-huh. was going to listen to the ringtone over and over to right. keep himself calm. And like <laughs> minutes into this realized it wasn't coming through his headphones. He was actually just blaring it.
2: Like full bore from his phone, just blaring <laughs> yeah. loud, like guitar fueled operatic music. That's like, so funny. I oh. hope it
1: was like a MIDI version to like the old ringtone. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, terrible instrumentation Yeah, he was doing it on his crazer <laughs> it went bad um, Thomas says I think it's time for your favorite segment
1: it sure is everyone's favorite segment the warm up segment here we go let's spin that warm up wheel What do we got? It feels like we always get them in the 80s. I have 85.
2: It is true that we often get them in the 80s. Uh,
1: 85
2: is confession time. Ooh. Participants must confess something that isn't that that shameful, but is something that you need to get off your chest. Oh, Hmm. interesting. Something that isn't that shameful, but is something that you need to get off your chest.
1: I, I can start. Yeah, um, sure. So I had Thanksgiving. We have we have some some sort of like becoming new closer friends. Uh mm-hmm. Katie's friend or sorry, Kim's friend, Katie and uh Daniel is her husband. And they're okay. younger than us. They're like okay. mid 20s. Um and they have energy. And I really <laughs> like both of them, but they'll like come over and stay late and it will be like 11:30 and I'll be like, "Oh, I like sleep now yeah. and they're just like what do you mean like let's play mario park like they just have energy that still. Energy, yeah and they made we had like our thanksgiving friends giving thing together it was great and then right after dinner i was like dying because i've eaten way too much i ate a bunch of lactaid to help support the dairy intake and you know post thanksgiving you're like in a coma um, and Katie was just like, there's a high school across the street. let's go into the big field and play with the stuff like she just had so much energy and was like so we we jumped this fence and there's all this like football equipment and there are these gigantic tires that the football players flip over uh, and Katie was like, I can do it and like lifted one and it was really heavy but she did flip it and so of yeah. course I was like, well I have to also do this now and like, my failing 31 year old body was just like, it was so much heavier than I thought it would be. Like these tires are so goddamn heavy. And I like barely did it. I did it. I was like, okay, great. And then the next day at work, I like stepped funny and my knee started hurting. And I was like, and I knew it was because of the tires. But I was like, "Yeah, I don't know. It just feels weird. Like I couldn't admit that. Like, yeah, probably the reason I have terrible knee pain is because I tried to lift a big tire <laughs> in a high school field to impress my 25 year old friend. <laughs> you
2: weren't able to do something that a 16 year old boy is doing to get stronger right yeah. now. And and yeah, yeah, they would have beaten you up anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was That's,
1: it was good.
2: That that is shameful. Yeah, yeah but not that shameful. Yeah." Uh, I'm still struggling to think of something, so because uh, I live my life totally in the open, Katie. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> I
0: mean, I only have one thing coming to mind. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's like coming up on the holiday season, mm-hmm. and um, like my, my partner Stephen is like really famously like not good at, at buying gifts from oh, anybody. Oh, I didn't know
2: that. I, okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like like not. <laughs> like he just won't do it and then people (laughs) like me i'm like oh like it would be nice if you you know got me a birthday present and it's like wait a a minute he's
2: famously this is (laughs) not bad he's just not like that's just me yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is
1: neutral well we don't know if he's good or not because he never buys (laughs) it yeah
0: (laughs) it's been a process he's not from like a gift giving i don't know it's so weird to me because i'm from a big gift giving family sure but so you know we communicated about this and he's like so determined now to like do a great Mm -hmm. job and so it doesn't matter right like even if he gets me something that i don't like like i love it because i I love that he's trying and i love that he's but he but he's getting better at it so last week he like he was like hey I'm going to run errands and it was just super obvious he was going to go and try to do some Christmas shopping <laughs> and then when he, and then he like comes home goes straight into his office and he's like then comes out like all normal and then says hello to me um, <laughs> and then oh, the next time he left the house I um, I did I did go look, looking you see you. Did. hell yeah no. I did. I did, okay, so I didn't find it because I stopped myself. But I like went to his office and I was like, oh, I know the other places they've been before because I have them before. <laughs> Katie. <laughs> <laughs> because
1: while I, have I don't her. know. Oh, oh,
0: oh, there's a dog. I was oh, hoping she would. Oh, go. I missed it. Oh, will be back. Briefly,
2: for those of you watching on YouTube, which you can do. Uh, oh. oh, there's a dog. You can take a look at this cute pooch. This Kalou, is Kalu.
1: I mean, why am I yes. trying to call the dog that can't hear me? Kalu, cool. <laughs> Come here. She's got her headphones on too. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, okay,
0: good. That's adorable. Sweet Migrate
1: sweet. over to Canada.
2: So so did so did you find so you said you stopped yourself?
0: I stopped myself. Um, I didn't like go through all his stuff. Uh mm-hmm. I stopped myself. But I like Feel the impulse. Like I'm home
2: alone now. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> weird. The next segment, Katie. <laughs> brought a segment which is just if you have secret presents in your house, open them. Which is strange.
0: There's also there's knew, a. <laughs> ahead,
1: there's a secondary thing that this reveals, which is that you're so confident Steve isn't going to listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh If man. I
0: found it. Then I could like drop hints that it's something I wanted to make him feel good about it, right? Mm, okay. Or, or I could like way of spoiling p- your
2: surprise and yet justifying it. I like this. This is good.
1: It's very altruistic, really.
2: Liking it. No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> practice in front of the mirror. Wow, oh, I I don't have one of these. You're an improviser.
2: <laughs> you couldn't yeah. even just See. One of the so one thing I've always wondered, Katie, because you're an improviser and your partners and improvisers, how do you ever trust what each other is saying?
0: Oh, like we're <laughs> not funny at home.
1: <laughs> just totally serious.
0: <laughs> no more jokes.
1: <laughs> I just um, want to acknowledge that this dog is crying as oh. soon as I started recording. Um, so you might be picking some of that up.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, I don't know sure, if I can I'm help. I'm pretty sure but... our
1: cats are crying outside
2: my door, too. They were when I got down into okay. the room to start recording. So there'll be a cacophony of sad pet sounds um, in the background. Um, but, yeah. Um, okay. I, I'm trying to think of something that's, like, a little shameful for me that's not that shameful. Because the thing is, anything that I can think of right now, I'm not putting that on air. Um, <laughs> but uh there.
1: Do you think the dog was crying because of katie's confession yeah the dog was like please please don't spoil the surprise trust is so important in a relationship
2: no. yeah yeah i no, might have strange.
1: to play fetch with her while we record. <laughs> what is happening
2: this show because
1: go ahead with your confession kevin um
2: Uh, I could tell a story about a shameful thing that happened to me as a child. Is that, that, that's funny. Is that allowed? Um, Okay. So I was about five or six years old and I was in Pola Park, which is like the big mall in Winnipeg, especially back at the time, uh, back like 1995, 1996. And so my brothers had taken me to Pola Park. My brothers are about eight years and 10 years older than me. So they're late and, and mid teens and they're taking their little brother out to the mall for whatever things the teens need. And, um, There was an arcade in the basement of Polo Park Mall um, that some of you might remember uh, in the bowling alley. There was like a bowling alley with an adjacent arcade. And I went downstairs and I was with my brother, uh, my old, uh, my middle brother who now I own restaurants with and we were playing in the arcade and I had to go to the bathroom and I went to the uh, front desk to ask for a bathroom key uh, because there was a bathroom, the bathrooms were bathroom key. And the guy uh, was like this like young teenager who was like, on the phone there talking to like a friend, and he like didn't want to talk to me, so he like brushed me off, and I like went back and kept playing arcade games and I pooped my pants. And um, so my uh, I go to my brother and I say, I pooped my pants, and my brother's <laughs> like, Oh no, we have to deal with this. So he goes, he's more assertive, he gets the key from the gentleman, and we go into the bathroom, and um, we we he he does his best as a a like teen who's never handled children does his best to try and clean me up and th- he creates quite a bit of mess in the process and we wait what he's i don't know <laughs> i tried to put the blame on him but this is definitely my fault i'm sure but okay. I, I like just i don't know there was a lot of shit and it went places and so we were, my brother's like, we have to get the fuck out of here. We got to leave. We left the bathroom and we were, he called my other brother. I think, I guess he couldn't have called him from a cell phone. I don't even know. Maybe he was just, maybe he knew where he was and we were like, we got to get out of here. And as we were leaving, I promise you this happened. The, the kid went in to use the washroom after us. The person who was the, the, the person who was working at the desk and he literally just opened the door and was like, oh my God, what? Fuck, as we were leaving, and we just ran out of the arcade in Polar Park, so that was shameful. So, if, if you're listening to this by some happenstance young person who had to clean up a young child's feces in a Polar Park arcade, uh, hotel bathroom, uh, I am so sorry, I'm so sorry, um, but also I've been uh eating off of that story for years, so <laughs>
1: yeah. um, eating off of it, yeah, yeah I, off of that I, I, story. I've, I've been to an arcade. <laughs> I've been to an arcade to play centipede, but never human centipede.
2: <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, okay. Um, so that's something shameful that I can kind of confess. Anyway, I couldn't think of anything recently. I, as I said, I live my life in the open. Yeah. But do
0: you feel better now that you've told that?
2: <sighs> it's off my chest. It's off my chest. Um, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, Um That's can, our warm-up segment. Yeah that, yeah, that was our warm-up segment. Did yeah. you have a segment planned for us? I do. Yeah, that's not opening presents that are in your house. <laughs>
0: oh, if I had thought of that, that's... Uh, that would you guys great, would be coming upstairs with me right now. <laughs> Everyone try to control. find a gift in
2: your house. <laughs> <laughs> find that gift. Here's Steve's office. Where's the presents?
0: If you have a guest on, like... Christmas Eve, when there's likely to be presents around people's homes. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. A bad. I think idea. this
2: episode will be coming out <laughs> at least middle of December, beginning of December. I don't remember. Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, then so, I, I hope that? everyone's having a happy New Year. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> you don't know how months work. <laughs> That's okay, but.
0: <laughs> Wait. Oh, December. Did you say December? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did, yes.
0: <laughs> Absolutely don't know how months went.
2: <laughs> it's all good.
0: All right. I still hope that, though. I still hope that for time. Yeah,
2: you can have a happy new year in a bit. Yeah. 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 All
0: right. I have What's a segment, segment planned. My segment is called The Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows.
1: Ooh! The Ooh. Dictionary
2: of Obscure Sorrows. I like I this. That. Yeah,
1: yes. for some reason when I wrote the SAT, it was all words from this dictionary. <laughs> <It's> like...
0: <laughs> uh, so I was traveling recently and I went to a really cool bookstore in London Ooh. and it had lots of books. It was like a six-story bookstore and this was the only one cool. I bought. I'll show I'll show was you it if you can see London, it. London,
1: England, not oh, London, beautiful. Ontario. Look at that cover. Oh. Love
0: that, London, like England. A thing wow. going on here. this is gorgeous. I know it's What's really nice. It's by a man named John Koenig. Okay, the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows, and the... so he's he's come up with feelings that we don't quite have words for, and he's made up words for them.
2: Okay, yeah. I like this. And is this, this so?
1: Here. Can I ask? Is this where that word hereath comes from? Have you heard of that <laughs> one? That's the one. That one sometimes will like go viral where it's like a feeling of homesickness for a place you cannot return to or something. Uh,
0: Sure. It's very much got that energy. Great. Yeah. 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 So I was thinking uh, Uh I would take out some words, read some of these feelings, and we could reflect on if we, you know, where, if we've ever had that feeling before. I
2: see. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like this. Okay. Sounds amazing. Yeah. And I, you, I haven't have picked or are you just going to like randomly?
0: Well, I flagged a few pages before we got on the call today. Amazing. Or um, I could just flip and you could tell me to stop. Like, I there's mean, so many I words.
2: I mean, whatever. I think whatever, whatever. your
1: specific yeah. chosen ones will be better. I think whatever probably. you pick might be, yeah.
0: Okay.
2: <clears throat> Whenever we end up in random chance, things get a little
1: hairy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the whole premise of the podcast? (laughs) Yeah, to be honest, (laughs) segment (laughs) generator.
2: It's true. There's a lot of unexpected shit that happens in the show anyway. So, love that.
0: All right. Okay. Here's here's a good one, Uh, and I don't know why, but when I read it, I was like, I bet Thomas has had this before. (laughs) Like
1: tiny penis disorder.
2: It's weird that he has that in the book. It's not
1: that ob- He didn't really make it up. It's just three <laughs> words next to each other. Okay, go ahead.
0: <laughs> uh, the word is jusca, which is somewhat based in a French word that exists, but it's not important. Here's what it means. Hmm a hypothetical conversation that you compulsively play out in your head, a crisp analysis, a devastating comeback, a cathartic heart-to-heart, which serves as a kind of psychological battle cage that feels far more satisfying uh, than these small-ball strategies of everyday life.
1: Mm. Wow. Yeah, no, definitely. I have, like, whenever I'm in conflict, I will like rehearse and play out the conversation many, many times in my own head. And actually, I feel like a skill that I have is writing difficult text messages. Like if someone is in a conflict, and they need to write like a text that like asserts their needs, but is also considerate and makes the other person feel heard. Sometimes I have a few friends that will come to me for that. And I think it's because I'm constantly like, practicing how like the appropriate way to broach a difficult subject you
2: fantasy argue in your head like yeah.
1: crazy. i do and i yeah. want to monetize it if i could somehow <laughs> write people's texts for them i would mm. i it's like my dream job
2: yeah i think you pitched that on episode one i like left you or episode one or two i like left you oh, yeah, by I yourself to go get something and then i was like keep talking and
1: you were like if you want me to write messages for you we should <laughs> we should put that on the segment wheel that i have to write a text for our guest or something
2: oh anyway, interesting going okay. forward yeah, going forward but yeah. i
1: like that word i i definitely yes great totally <laughs> applies to me <laughs>
2: yeah Practicing and arguing. Wish I could have practiced
1: what I was about to say just then, because that <laughs> didn't come out great. But. Yeah,
2: you know, I I do that, and then literally every time I get in the situation, it's all out the fucking window. Like, <laughs> I, I, I I'm serious. I I sit around and I'm like, yeah, like I have done this with you. you have written stuff for me, yeah. Thomas, and then as soon as the conversation starts, all the shit gone. I got to figure it out yeah. different now, and it's well, like. I'm always on the I'm always on the back foot figuring there's, shit out when I'm uh, when I'm arguing.
1: There's also um, a funny thing where I'll write a text message which is like very good and considerate but like sounds like it was written by a different person than the person i'm writing it for. right like it's a, you've never said anything like this in your life before so how yeah. are you suddenly so gracious like what happened yeah. yeah
2: i'm usually really shitty to people via text so when i use yeah. thomas's text messages it, it doesn't work so well katie, katie you i just ever experienced this
1: i just as a quick oh, yeah. side note about kevin's text i do want to hear katie's answer but one time because you're a dog person and I'm dog sitting <laughs> oh, right fuck now. I've probably even told you this before. No but, uh after our first uh directed show, we were going to the cast party and my first shameful. dog, my first dog, Toby, uh, like ate poison by accident. Like there was oh, some poison in the house, and he ate poison, and it was like, okay, we're gonna rush him to the vet. So I just texted Kevin, like, my dog party. is my dog is really sick so I might miss the cast party Uh, we're taking him to the vet like he had this poison we're gonna try to get his stomach pumped and Kevin was at the party didn't respond then later (laughs) like a couple hours later it's like okay and I'm like thank god like Toby got out okay I'll be at the party in like half an hour and Kevin's response to both messages was just the letter K (laughs) i have no defense okay
2: i have no defense i i don't have anything to say i'm not the best person all right sometimes i don't give a fuck about your shit okay it's just i'm a piece of shit sometimes you should have
1: hired you should have hired me to write the text back to me so i would have felt better
2: Give you thirty dollars to write the message to yourself. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Katie, have have you ever
2: had this feeling?
0: Yeah, but I just want to say that that is profoundly insensitive.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Really trying to move along. And honestly, Katie, just hearing you say that is kind of healing for me. So thank you for acknowledging my pain.
0: And you did the right thing, Thomas, by getting Toby to the vet. And it's not your fault. Dogs get into things, but it all worked out.
1: Wow. Oh my It would have been so nice to hear this at the time. But (laughs) even now, I can feel some of those wounds starting to uh, scab over. So thank
2: you. The thing was, when you showed up at the cast party, I had sort of made a point of packing it all in and wrapping things up so that there was little to be experienced by the time you arrived.
1: (laughs) Well. You told everyone at the party to start putting their shoes on when I came in, just <laughs> so I would get, like, a yeah. hostile vibe, like, sort of wrapping. Oh, I guess, oh, we can take him out No, we can hang out for
2: a bit longer if you want. Yeah, oh, yeah. Did, oh, you just, go, oh, well, he just got here, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah, Katie, what about you? Please, let's turn the spotlight away from me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Totally, yeah. I'll have arguments, uh, hard conversations in my head that obviously either never happen in real life or happen very differently. I think it's especially true, like, at work, where I might, like... like wanna tell everyone how it should be and this is how it is and I'm not gonna put up with this anymore. And then at the next meeting where I have an opportunity to talk, I'll be like, yeah, no problem. Happy to help. Of course I do that.
1: Yeah. Um, that is super real. I've written some like long emails that I've never sent where I just yeah. say everything, you know, yeah, that's such a thing.
2: So have I. Yeah, mine are all about like sympathy for my friend's sufferings. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. I can't send this. This doesn't sound like me. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't sound like me. Okay. Um, Can we get to another obscure yeah, what's sorrow? Yes.
0: Yeah. Here's another obscure sorrow. Uh, the word is elsewise, elsewise, and it's an adjective. Okay. Uh, struck by the poignant strangeness of other people's homes which smell and feel different than your own. Seeing the details of their private living space, noticing their little daily rituals, the way they've arranged their things and framed photos of people you'll never know.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Your house sitting right now, Thomas. Yeah. yeah.
1: no, it, that's that's that really resonates because like it is cool being in someone's house and like Kim is all inspired by the decorations and like different ways that they lay things out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's such a, it's such a thing and it feels strangely intimate. Like people just let you into yeah. their home or yeah. their bedroom or whatever. And it's like, Oh, this is like how you wake up each morning. Yeah. And sort of envision like a different life. Mm-hmm. I like that. I also yeah. love, you're playing like mad libs with someone and you ask for an adjective and the kids like elsewise <laughs> 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 you got
2: your
1: dictionary to
2: ruin mad libs <laughs> yeah, the guy who published this just hates fucking mad libs um i feel like i uh, like i can only ever really like i mean when you go over to someone's house it's 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 a strange experience when you're not that close with them. It's always that like bridge in the friendship, right? It's like the welcome to my home. I have done a good job of making my house constantly smell like marijuana. So (laughs) that when people come into my house.
1: There's a certain poignancy to the smoking bowl on the table. <laughs>
2: um, um, but I do find like when I go over to other people's houses, it's like easier to see. I'm less tired. I'm more <laughs> <motivated>. less haze. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I, yeah, I, I that experience, I, I mean, my, my partner has moved, uh, we've moved in together relatively recently. I mean, within the last year. And she's moved into out of a home that she's been in for a while into my home that I've been living in for 10 plus years. And I think it's like very, there's like a very, that's this elsewise um, like phenomenon experience, like descriptor. I think it very much like explains that there is some like intrinsic sense like sensational based things that like kind of make you feel a little different in a space and take a long time to adjust to and i think that like getting used to how uh, a house like feels and smells and sounds and like your physical, like your bathroom like routine is probably more muscle memory than you think. Right. Like if you were like moved your toothbrush holder or something, it's yeah. like
0: yeah. the amount of,
1: the amount of times i accidentally pissed in Michael's sink. This weekend.
0: <laughs> I walk
1: in, I turn left and I start peeing, man, that's muscle memory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to
0: can- do a lot of pet sitting also, and I would have, um, like, clients who I would go back to their houses over and over, over uh, mm. many years. And and it's amazing how it'd be like, there's there's the house uh, in on Dromore Street, and I go there, and then I have that Dromore Street lifestyle. And then next week, I'll be <laughs> in a different place. And, like, you settle yeah. into it where you're like... Yeah. Because however they've set up their things, and I never really met the people, but That's I feel so like I know them intimately.
2: It's kind of like, like a Airbnb thing, but, like, yeah. even more, because it's not set up for other people. It's set up for them. That, yeah. 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 And
0: That's then cool. there's there's changes, too, you'd notice over the years. Like, oh, I think they're about to get a divorce, like, because... <laughs> <laughs> because like now the guest room looks more lived in so like what's going on here <laughs> <Holy shit>.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. writing your own conversation to try and fix their relationship <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow that's fascinating oh yeah. i used to clean people's places for a little while that was like a job that i had and uh that is like a different thing, but it also kind of breaks how you look at other spaces. Like when you go into people's homes, it's like the first thing I'm looking at is assessing how much money I have to to to, to ask for to clean it. And it's like <laughs> it's not a good way to look at someone's home. So I, I'm glad that I don't have that as part of my life anymore because it felt very like oh, no, that's not great. And okay, I'm going to have to spend an hour doing that. And oh, yeah. like
1: you know. <laughs> to, to return to the confessions thing, do you guys ever look in medicine cabinets? Oh, that's a good question.
0: Uh, I don't think, I don't know if I ever have.
1: Uh, no, I don't think I do.
0: I've looked in medicine cabinets like for something that I need. Uh, mm-hmm. If there's another woman kind of like me living there like there's i feel like there's an unwritten like you you can look under the sink for a tampon rule
1: yeah sure yeah
0: but or like an advil or something but i know um my i have a friend who will like look at people's like medications and like figure out what's wrong with them when they're in there i think that's too much that feels really
2: invasive that's gotta be a right especially
1: like now that i'm becoming a counselor like i i'm way more like I'm like I, it's so inappropriate, but like I can see the appeal, like just out of curiosity to just see what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you have stool softener. That's <laughs> fun. <laughs> I'm describing my own medicine cabinet. Yeah.
2: To, be, to be honest, there was a stool softener in my medicine cabinet for years that I did not buy. I think up one of until my parents the or arcade
1: incident, it. you were taking yeah. them every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it in 1995. Which was <laughs> At Pull Apart. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Katie, do you have another word for Let's us? Let's do one more. One more one word, more
2: sorrow. Think, yeah. One more sorrow.
0: Sure. Um, well, this also, I think, is inappropriate for the conversation we've had so far. The word is lycotic. Mm. Anxiously excited to introduce a friend to something you think is amazing a classic album, a favorite restaurant, a TV show that they're lucky enough to watch for the very first time, which prompts you to continually pull their face waiting for the inevitable rush of awe, only to cringe when you discover all the work's flaws shining through for the very first time.
2: Oh, I know this so well. I know it so well.
1: This is, I think, the platonic ideal of showing someone a podcast you like on a road trip like <laughs> that there's nothing more there's probably
2: someone going through this right now <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah we should be so lucky yeah. but uh no showing someone a podcast you like is like it's such a long commitment and you have such a different relationship with the hosts than they do and it just that's the worst for me like i with movies i i love a lot of movies and sometimes i won't show them out of fear that they won't like it Mm -hmm. but i am like loyal like i will not question the movie's greatness because they didn't like it i'm like it's great you're wrong but it still hurts my feelings whereas a podcast (laughs) it's very easy to be like yeah i guess a lot of this is just Bullshit. Like, <laughs> <not much
0: here.
2: laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel that. You're like, oh well, actually the Nick is the one who um he he like likes hot salad. That's actually like a joke on the show. So that's a good like you have to explain it to <laughs> Yeah, no,
2: I feel that. Like I I think it's also like a creative thing and an artistic thing too, right? Like I, maybe it, it, it's a little bit of a comedy community thing. Like when you're friends with people and I remember when like, I was so afraid to show my partner, I think you should leave because I loved it as a show and I thought it was very mm. funny. And I was just like, but it's also like super, super specific. Right. And if you're not into that brand of kind of absurdist, like it's, it's humor, this sort of like this weird on the, just yelling, yelling angry things, weirdly, it can feel very like alienating. And so you're like, oh, this is a thing that my friends and I really love. Do you like it too? It's fine if you don't, but maybe you do. And, and so I, she, she liked it by the way, but, uh, uh but I feel that, but also I, I, I have like sent Thomas many like things for us to like, I send you albums sometimes that I like. Uh, or like records which I I like we both like hip-hop and so like we can kind of bond over that sometimes and but I, I sometimes will I'll send like a, a script that I'm like interested in producing and um, I have had it happen to not just Thomas I've had other people I've wanted to work with send them scripts and then be like I think this sucks because of this and this and I've been like oh fuck and it just is like when you get excited about doing something and then feel bad about it it's a really like it's it it stings even though it's not like that yeah it doesn't mean it's worse just because you're someone else doesn't have the same relationship to
1: it that you do, but it's it does happen. How about you? Katie? I've got a script on my desktop oh. that Kevin sent me that I have yeah. not read yet. And I... I'm
2: I'm currently awaiting your appra- appra- appraisal of it so that I can hear whether or not you even like it. He's and I'm gonna scared. send
0: a really thoughtful text message
2: about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Written by Katie. I'll give
0: that. Just says oh, yeah. K. Did you get this? Okay. Did you get
2: the script? <laughs> okay. Do you want to do this with me? I have this
0: feeling often as well. um, Right now, I'm going through this with the show Fleabag, which is a two-season show. And season two is incredible. And season one is fine. And Uh. I really want Steven to, like, experience season two the way that I did. I love it. It's one Mm. of my favorite love stories. But you have to put the time in to get through season one. So it's like, Mm. I know it's worth it. But he's like, okay, can we, like...
2: Is there like a summary games? I can watch? Sure. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I and then I watch it, and I like I'm watching it through his eyes, and I yeah. know like he can't understand yet. And then I just feel yeah. like I'm like, no, this is actually this is bad. This is dumb. Let's turn it off. <laughs> Get all <laughs> embarrassed.
1: Yeah. But like
0: Luke, to bring it back to Gundam, yeah. When he was, we were laughing so hard and not, like, yeah. at him, right? Like,
2: like, like it was wow. just the amount of joy in the room. It was just, yeah. there was, like, so much joy. He was so happy to show his friends something like that. Luke is actually really, uh, so Luke also showed me The Good Place, which I had watched, like, a season of, and been like, yeah, that was fine, it was fun, but I'd never, like, stuck it through, and it's not 100%, in my opinion, perfect show, but it is damn good, and it's, like, really funny, and really well-acted, and, and well-written, and, like, I, I was just, like, the, and, and it was it's so fun when you when it clicks when it works it's so fun to get excited about something with somebody and be like this thing yeah and this thing yeah and then this thing and and so it's so much worse when it doesn't <laughs> so it's yeah, like, yeah. One of my I, favorite shows is The Wire, and you can't show anybody The Wire because it takes them six episodes to give a shit about The Wire, yeah. and it, and it's a hard show to get into, but it's so good if you just try. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like
1: Friday Night Lights season two. Like, yep. it's a tough slog, but it it the best season is season four, so you got to stick yeah. it out. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> the yeah, lesson, but, the lesson from Luke is, you have to love what you love so enthusiastically that even yeah. though nobody else is ever gonna like it <laughs> I still have a, I will always have a positive association to Gundam's because oh,
2: that sure yeah like that that was that was special it was very special um, on
1: yeah. I don't know why we talk about Luke so much on the podcast but really I, have have him on I don't think so yeah, I just don't think he fits with the vibe but um <laughs>
2: He's on our other <laughs> show,
1: <laughs> but uh, video games are a big thing that he and I recommend back and forth, and like that's another one where it's really scary if someone like for some reason it feels like oh they spent like twenty dollars on this game so yeah. I really hope they like it yeah. and like you there's certain games that are
2: games before we started recording
1: yeah, yeah like certain games that are really important to me that I'm like this is like the greatest game ever made. But you have to like stick it out. I'm sure Lucas talked about Hollow Knight to you, Katie. Um, He's
2: playing Hollow
0: Knight. I, I well, like, I I kind of stopped because oh, I was right. like. I can't it's too hard I got stuck and now Luke moved away so he used to come over and help when I got stuck and like
2: kind of beat you through the the hard parts and I could could, could get your character through the struggle
0: yeah but now what he's gone so
2: (laughs) (laughs) now you gotta go to Toronto if you want to beat a level and all of
0: that mail him my switch Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) you have to create like a marionette where it's like Luke's hands and you have them at home with you and he can put on the gloves and then yeah, all your
2: vr improv skills can come into play yeah. here katie yeah.
0: i'm getting this is good i'm getting ideas
2: here <laughs> <laughs> I control someone else's video game system through another video game system it's
1: should great. we try to do one quick wrap-up segment yeah like another the, like you want to spend uh, a dictionary role? of obscure sorrows yeah.
2: yeah yeah let's do it here you ready to give it a spin T? I
1: i am boom first is the worst second is the best segment two
2: i was so worried about this oh this is shot clock now this is a willing participants game (laughs) but it says (laughs) you're not even in your own house thomas so i don't know (laughs) how this is gonna fucking work there's
1: there's liquor here (laughs) okay
0: (laughs) lady i don't know if you
2: drink or not if you don't drink you don't have to do this if you do by all means. But here's the description of the segment. Yeah. Immediately after reading this description, the reader will count to three. All willing participants will source a shot glass and alcohol. Each participant much, must, I wrote much, must race to drink three shots of liquor as fast as they can, preferably <laughs> near the microphone, and announce their completion. The last one to finish the shots must immediately take another shot. I'm going to do the counting shortly. If if any of you are staying here, then feel free to fill the air. If you're not, we'll see you soon, folks. Okay. Three, oh wait, I'm counting two, three, right? So one, two, three.
1: Be right back.
0: Okay. I guess I was closer to booze than they were. I've got a bottle of maple whiskey. It's almost gone. It's really good in like apple cider. I think we're racing right now, so I'm going to start.
1: Okay. Here's, I've got think... some. I've got mine. It's a Tennessee moonshine. <laughs> so I'm going to start drinking as well.
0: Oh, this is so sweet on its own. Okay. Thomas, we're racing, right?
1: Uh, I don't remember, God, that is so sweet and oh, so this disgusting. This is so,
0: also, like, Earlier yeah. Than anybody
1: else. Number two.
2: I don't even know where my headphones are. Ugh.
0: Oh, my God. That was two. <laughs> Kevin, you're going to be last. Oh, no. I just got... <laughs> my closest-
1: Number three.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't even poured one yet.
2: This sucks. <coughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, God. God. Well... Oh. I guess I'll just line up four fucking shots now.
1: You lose, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we all lose in a way.
0: It's so early for (laughs) this. This
1: is a nightmare.
2: I have to go to work after this.
0: Oh. Okay.
1: I have to... What do I have to do? I'm going to hang out with my high school friends. One.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Kevin, what do you have?
2: This is terrible. Salted Caramel Crown Royal, okay. it's so sweet. I'm going to go to the Jameson.
0: We oh. all grabbed the sweetest things. Terrible
1: uh, idea. The sweetest nectar. One shot of Jameson.
0: Such an obscure mm-hmm. sorrow to get day drunk on <laughs> sweet liqueur. <laughs>
1: Kevin, why are you gasping for breath right now?
2: <laughs> I just, I honestly ran too much. I like all the booze is upstairs and I'm in the basement. So I had to like run up a flight of stairs and yeah, I don't have much booze in the house anymore. Cause Karen, I don't really drink that much. So
1: this is kind of what I do for my job at drunk Shakespeare. I yeah, we take so several fine. shots and then we oh, perform yeah. Macbeth. So um, yeah, it's, uh, this is fine. I all guess.
0: Right. You got a soliloquy or something you can do?
1: I, I finished three. I, but I won't.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> Why do these things always happen? It's like the last fucking segment. It's always at
1: the end, so it's not <laughs> yeah. fun. It's, it's not like, like we you all just say bye. i going
2: to go be fucking drunk now for the rest of my day. <laughs> like, just, here's the last shot. People oh, get God. to
1: say they did it, but nothing yeah. else.
0: Okay.
2: three, two. Good work. Four shots. I,
1: I have a like headache that. already. Oh, wow. like I feel it's like in 1 pure. minute. <laughs>
2: I've only eaten a croissant today.
1: Um <laughs> Yeah, so. I need to have lunch immediately. Fuck. I don't if know we if we were Carol in our mid
0: 20s. This will be fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm too old for this shit. I shouldn't have put that
2: <laughs> in this. I was I have like to, to go really? lift
1: a tire after this.
2: <laughs> 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 I was, we've been having guests on the show, and mm-hmm. I went into the segment wheel and I was like, fuck, I should maybe edit some of these. Like, I wrote these, I wrote all the segments when the show's premise was just Thomas and I doing the show. So I don't know sometimes what I'm getting people into.
0: <laughs>
1: oh,
2: oh, man.
0: Well, I feel good. I feel great.
2: Yeah, what did you all drink? So I, I had the the, salt, the sweet salted caramel crown whiskey, crown royal.
1: I showed the listeners, but old smoky moonshine. Old oh, yeah. smoky
0: moon. I've got maple whiskey. It's almost maple gone.
1: Whiskey. There we really go. Really
0: good in like coffee cider.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I almost grabbed this uh, s'mores Bailey's I have upstairs, um, but I thought Ooh, that that would, would have been
1: maybe less intense
2: yeah i thought that would for sure be too much um wow uh (laughs) i guess (laughs) let's see
1: should we maybe like read one more definition at random to define (laughs) our current experience yeah
2: let's let's katie open up the book again
0: yeah okay
2: oh son of a bitch Mm.
0: I don't know I ter- how to describe I done the shots feeling?
2: In years. I haven't done shots like I think since before the pandemic. I feel fucking terrible.
1: <laughs> Why? You wrote the segment. Yeah.
0: Man. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. The word is end zoned. End zone. Oh. Mm. The hollow feeling of having having gotten exactly what you thought you wanted, only to learn. <laughs> That it didn't make you
1: happy. <laughs> oh. That's the feeling our listeners get at the end of every episode. Yeah. This is I what they promised, and titles. it's not good or interesting.
2: End zone. Yeah. I got
1: end zone. We should make a t-shirt. I got end zoned on Oops I got, All Segments.
2: Yeah. I, got, I was on Oops All Segments, and all I did was get end zoned.
1: It does sound like... a sex thing
2: yeah it does sound like a sex thing sure
1: katie thank you so much for bringing (laughs) yourself the podcast your technological expertise
0: oh yeah and um do you have anything to plug katie no i mean i'm gonna write a book next year
1: sure cool keep your we're gonna
0: start plugging it i don't i haven't even started the (laughs) manuscript
1: no idea what it's about (laughs) just a goal that you're gonna have
0: but i'm saying it out loud so you know i'm like manifesting i'm so determined i'm gonna do it
1: (laughs) taking three shots on a sunday is a good way to become an author because a lot of them are drunks
2: absolutely yeah it's true get that hemingway energy yeah yeah
0: I'm gonna get started um, right now. We're <laughs> <off the call.
1: laughs> since since you are drunk, if you want to e-transfer me fifteen dollars, some of our doing? guests have done that. Don't and I feel track. like don't it might just Thomas. seem like a fun. Woo, we're drunk. Let's
2: party. It's send Thomas some money. Stop this. because it's yeah. like if we're gonna keep doing the show every time we we're gonna guest. I have to like I'm gonna have to preface that you're gonna solicit them for money at the end of the show. Uh, I do don't do to... it
1: every week, but I do it when <laughs> I think I have a chance. 15, like like one, 115
0: 15. One
1: five, yeah, that yeah. would be oh, huge. You yeah. don't send me. him $50, but I would argue that you shouldn't send him $15. Um and I really think you should let her decide for herself. Have
2: you spent any money on making the show? What? Have you spent any money on making the show? Like I bought like our StreamYard subscription so we could record it. I I paid for like equipment for things like that. I may have even purchased something for you to record.
1: Let's just say this was about a uh, two centimeters <laughs> higher before I did the show. <laughs> Your old <That's> smoke, <laughs> liquid money.
2: <laughs> that works. That works, folks. Um, if if, uh, if you enjoyed listening to the show, please give us a five stars on Apple Podcasts. That goes a long way. Uh, another piece of information that we would like to drop with you is if you want to submit a segment for us to try, check out our website, bio.site slash segments and follow the links to our segment suggestion form. There you can type in a title for a segment, a segment description, and who you are, and we will enter it into the segment wheel, and it might come up in one of our shows. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, please like, subscribe, say hello, down down below and uh if you uh, you can follow the show on social media pages um at oops all segments and you can check out our d and show what we do in the basement
1: once again i've been kevin i've been thomas happy new year thanks <laughs> to katie
2: curtis <laughs> for spinning the wheel with us we will see you next week for another episode of oops all segments Bye. bye